It's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Rama S, Ari Rockefeller, Mako-chan, and Sailor Flair. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 137. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Mako-chan. And I'm slowly putting, piecing everything together brick by brick as fast as I possibly can due to me working in Jersey now. <sighs> you have my sympathies. Uh, I, 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 I guess. It's Newark. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the, and the thing is, everybody gets on my case about why you gotta talk bad about Jersey. Why you gotta talk so much shit about Jersey. Look. Probably the hour plus commute. I was doing that before the commute. I have carte blanche because I have family in Jersey, even though I live in New York. And secondly, let's break it down like this. Yeah. Jersey doesn't really stink per se. Even though if you look at it on a map, it is the armpit of America. Well, thanks to Long Island, but it's that northeastern part of Jersey where you know where all the industries are. That's what makes the the state stink. Everything else is okay, except when you're in Central Jersey, just don't drink the water. Mm. Also, stay out of Trenton, but that's another. No, 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 no. Trenton's okay. You stay out of Camden. Well. Yeah, fucking duh. <laughs> What's up, everybody? <laughs> we are live tonight, the week of October 29, 2013. We are live on the Vogue Network Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern with replays at 1 p.m. Eastern on Thursdays. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Come on in, the water is just fine. If you have a chat client such as... Merc, XChat, or Chatzilla, you can just punch in irc.gamesurge.net. The chat room is Vogue, or you can just head on over to animejamsession.com slash Vogue Network, and there is a link where if you do have a chat client, you click on it, your chat client will pick up everything and bring you right into the chat. So, check-ins are open, you get points for listening to the show, it's sort of like like, uh, live points per se, but... Everyone around here has a massive e peen, so it doesn't make much of a difference to wield it. So, <laughs> yeah, and don't forget to check out our forums, which are also on on vognetwork.com. There's a direct link to the, to that on animejamsession.com/vognetwork. We do post the outline for every episode, so if you want to talk about what we discussed, you can go there, and it's pretty cool. Interact with us. So, how is everybody this week? Meh. 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 Okay. Three of a kind. We uh, we unlocked nothing. <laughs> well, I don't know what to tell you. So it is what it is. So Ari, how was your week and how was your day? I've had some pretty stupid shit happen to me this past week. Oh, do tell. Even today. Well, number one, my cat has or had fleas, hmm. and uh, I found about this the hard way. Which, when he, he was uh, sleeping in my window one night, I found all sorts of different bug bites on my legs and yeah that's as nasty as you think but yikes yeah all sorts of bandages and stuff to make it go away like mm. went through at least a tube of neosporin and a at least a bottle of peroxide to a you know hose them all off that's good and today oh god today at work someone called the cops on me the f- what, 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 wait 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 stop wait 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 stop yeah what? Oh yeah, someone called the 
Jersey State Trooper on me. Uh, um, is there a bounty on your head? No, but it, no, but it was the stupidest fucking thing I've ever had to deal with at work. Oh boy! You see, what happened was this guy had gotten on the turnpike somewhere close to New York. I think like fifteen or something, and he didn't get a ticket. Well, if you don't get it, you don't have a ticket when you get off. You have to pay the max fare, no matter where you get off. Like right. even if you go one X, you're gonna end up paying like eleven, twelve dollars. Yeah. But what he did was he went to the first exit after that, had to pay the entire fare there, got back on the turnpike, which is a fucking stupid thing to do, didn't get a ticket again, and then was obviously fed some bad information from uh, a toll collector up at 14. Mm-hmm. And are you playing the theme of cops, really? Maybe. <laughs> but maybe he gets down to me and explains what happened, and... He's expecting me to just me to charge him for going like one or two exits up in North Jersey, which I can't do. Mm-hmm. And I told I told him, hey, uh, the best thing I can do is get a toll reduced for you instead of paying the whole thing. Right. I had to get the supervisor to approve of that, but it wasn't that much of a reduction. And after and after that, after I calmly as professionally as I can explain this to him, he loses his shit at me. So it's cursing me out, saying, like, claiming I'm ripping him off, this, that, and the other thing. And then as he speeds away, which I have to violate, say, hit the little violation button because, you know, yeah. didn't actually pay the toll. I hear him shout, I'm calling the cops! About ten minutes later, a state trooper walks up to, me, like, to my booth and decides to talk to me. Wow. I think you had the most exciting week out of everybody on the show and in but the he- chat room. But here's the thing, though. We, I, again, explained what happened to him very calmly, and the guy was new to the turnpike. He was a state trooper, but he had only been posted on the on the turnpike for a little while, so he wasn't really entirely sure. So after showing the paperwork and all, we had both agreed that this is the stupidest fucking thing we have ever seen in, like, on the turnpike. Mm-hmm. And the guy, the guy who said he called the cops on me had been, like, like, walking around on the curb, like, looking over at me, like, staring at me, like, are you fucking serious? I will say this, though. All the times throughout my life, people have threatened to, you know, do some sort of bad thing to me, like, either try to attempt to kick my ass or call the cops or do something along those lines. This is the first time someone has actually stepped up and done that. Mako, should I tell him the story? Please. Go ahead. Yeah, well... The FBI came to my job once, looking for me. When the fuck did this happen? Uh, back in 2004. Uh, the sh- I think I'm missing some kind of context here. What the hell happened? I threatened to kick somebody's ass over Instant Messenger. Was it the fucking president? Who <laughs> Who would react like that? Well, okay. I am still friends with both people involved, but they're like in separate like separate directions. They're not together. I don't know what caused this. I think because at the time everybody was hating him and I think 
we got into a tiff and I said something about coming over to kick your ass. Either him or his girl, then girlfriend contacted the FBI, must have showed them the chat transcript. I think, like, the next day or the day after next, uh, two guys in suits show up to my job looking for me. God damn, I was planning to say that to my face, motherfucker, not online, see what happens, bit <laughs> to the hilt. Yeah. I, needless to say, for a while, if either one of them were ever caught, like, within our circles, they would probably be chased out of wherever they were, but that's all said and done now in the past. Yeah, at least you somewhat made amends with this. I, I'm, I'm worried about some lun- some crazy fucking jack-off, like, thinking I'm trying to take him for what ended up being, like, 75 cents more less than a toll. If anything, he's probably going to get a summons to appear in court over fees or whatever for all that bullshit. Well, the violation is, like, I'm not sure if it's probably between 25 or $50. So there's no uh, eradicating that. He has to... That's going to come in the mail, and he's going to have to pay it. Yep. Which... I'm pretty sure the state tro- trooper told him anyway, but I can only imagine, like, how this guy's going to react in, in the future. Uh, I guess some people were not off, the, were not on their meds. And did you see the license plate? Uh, the camera probably has it anyway, you know, because yeah. there's cameras in the lane. That's what I figured. Because you would think with all that went down, it's all recorded. So if he tries to pull some shit, they can pull the footage. But yeah. Either way you look at it, whether the dude was from New York or New Jersey, it doesn't surprise me either way. I think it was from out of state. He he had the he had that air of I have no idea how any of this works about him. But then again, there's people in my state who don't know how the toll roads work. But that's not that's neither here nor there. Yeah, but when you're in trouble like that, you will pull some shit. Like I don't know how this shit works. So, Mako-chan, how was your week and how was your day? I have done absolutely nothing but work. I worked... Today was day five, and I still have four more left to do. Hmm. Have you had a a day off yet? My last day off was Thursday, and I won't have off until Sunday. Is it a... But is it a general party store or specifically a Halloween store? No, just a general party store that has Halloween stuff. But because he had me down for Thursdays being off, and so many people requested off on Halloween, Uh, I have to work for Halloween. Which, I mean, I don't mind because I get to dress up. But instead of being nice and, you know, letting me off on, say, Friday or Saturday, no, he pushed it to, uh, to Sunday. You're just a treat, DJ. (laughs) (laughs) Who are you going to dress up as when you go to work? Um, tomorrow I'm going to be, um... Funny, I thought you already wore your your outfit. (laughs) 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 No, tomorrow I am going to be a either a vampire or um, a dark fairy. I haven't decided yet. 
Go with the dark fairy. Action Vampires fairy. are kind of cliche. Not to mention they've become pussified in the past couple of years. Absinthe fairy. Well, I, I ended up getting black fairy wings from work today. So I was really excited because he gave them to me for free, which is awesome. But yeah, I it all depends on what I feel like doing when I get up in the morning. Hmm. If what about I feel Hall- like, hmm? what about a Halloween? You go gonna go with Sailor Jupiter? Uh, no, Halloween. I'm going to be uh, the rabbit of Carbonog. Ooh. Yeah. So I get to be an evil bunny on Halloween. Yet another morphal bunny. Look at the bones. Yeah, so the only thing I have to do, which I'm not going to do for Halloween, but I'm probably going to wear this for packs, is I need to make myself a plushy uh, holy hand grenade. Sorry, I just love that line. <laughs> for the record, that, DVD, that movie is sitting on my shelf. I've yet to watch it. <clears throat> I mean, the Latin is something about Oh Lord, please grant us our much our uh, blissful sleep. But in a Mighty Python uh, mentality, it translates as Jesus, give us a break. <laughs> uh... Yeah, I, I kind of really like Monty Python and the Holy Grail. So when I was trying to figure out something just kind of semi-unique to do for Halloween, considering I was probably going to be working, I'm like, ooh, evil bunny. Well, if you really want to be an evil bunny, you could go on as Usagi on her period. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. Harsh. That was bad, and you should feel bad. No, I don't. Bad is when somebody links the 27 worst cosplays ever, and on the list, someone dressed up as a friggin' tampon. happened? Say what? Wait, what happened? I was looking at a list of the top uh, 27 fail uh, cosplays. Someone was dressed up as a friggin' tampon. Were they willing Already to being used. <laughs> no, you, you wanna you wanna hear some really fucked up shit? Today I got a phone call for somebody looking for a costume. Mm-hmm. They were looking for a ghost costume. Again, doesn't sound too out of the ordinary. Okay. A ghost costume. Do you know how to make a ghost costume? Oh, a, put a yes, sheet over your head and cut out some eyes. That is how you make a fucking ghost costume. Unless you're Charlie Brown. No. Yeah, unless you're Charlie Brown, and then you put a shit ton of eye holes. I got a bag of rocks. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I actually had somebody call and ask me if we had a ghost costume. I said, unfortunately, no, we don't. And she's like, why does nobody have any ghost costumes? And I really, really, really just wanted to be snarky and say, oh, you can get them at Walmart. You just go into bedding and get a white sheet. But, but, but I guess that was better than the mother that was um, dressing her son up as Jackie Robinson and needed brown makeup because he's black. Okay, I want you to know, that has been a hot topic on my Facebook for the last few days. <clears throat> the, the only thing that amazes me about people arguing about blackface, 
the people that are arguing and discussing it are not asking the black people on the con- on the thread what they think of it. I'm just sitting there just watching them argue back and forth, and I'm like, okay. They should be asking me my opinion any minute. Nope. They're still going back and forth. I'm going to continue eating my popcorn, drinking my soda. And if they were going to ask, all I was going to say is, I'm just amused by it, really. I just don't see what the big effing deal is. I guess it's just me. But it's what? The thing is, he's seven. And he has no idea what, what he's doing. Uh, I no, really no. don't know. But, like, I feel kind of bad. Because, like, when you're an adult and you do blackface, you're making a choice. When you're seven and your mom does blackface for you, you're not making a choice. You're you're going out parading your mom's choices, and you your friends, the- your your friends and your friends' parents might not understand that. Go do institutionalized racism. If we go to the chat room at live.vognetwork.com, Rageinator says, "Note: A ghost costume may be a bad idea if you're a redneck in the south." Oh boy. Well, it's not like he's putting crosses on with the ghost costume. I thought we were done with ra- I thought we were done hating on the black mages. I mean, come on now. And you know, like like burying crosses and yards and burning them. I got I got nothing. I got no props. Like they weren't asking for props like that. <laughs> Welp. Is all I gotta say is Welp. <laughs> So, as for my weekend day, first week of work went over pretty smoothly. I'm just getting used to the commute back and forth. I've pretty much figured out I'm going to have to sacrifice my Dunkin' Donuts, which does kind of sadden me, but on the same token, there are two coffee machines on every single floor, wired into the plumbing system. So the water used to make the coffee is probably coming from the toilet. Nice. <laughs> You're terrible. Just terrible. <laughs> no, no, no. The cure rig and the other machine is wired in so it gets water, an infinite supply of water. So, And my, nice. co- and my coffee mug is holds more coffee than my typical um, Luigi mug for coffee, so I'm happy about that. So what I'm going to do is probably there's a Dunkin' Donuts in the little center mall, so I'm gonna probably get um, a coffee roll in the morning, eat that with my coffee, and go about my day. Or if I have if I have time, I'll get like a little bowl, throw some cereal in it, close it, and just take it with me. Whatever's. Do you have room in your place for a Keurig coffee maker? I'm surprised I have room in my place for the coffee maker I have now. Hmm. Yeah, I but, saw it. Much as I like Keurig machines, I don't really want one. Do you think they're a little too wasteful for you? I have yeah. to say, I'm really enjoying the fact that my mother got one for her birthday. Mm, of course you would. Because, yeah, because even, like, I'm not a huge coffee drinker, but that shit really heats up water for tea fast. Mm-hmm. They have Dunkin' Donuts coffee in K-Cups now. Yep, and depending, yep. Where, and depending on where you live, you gotta get that, you gotta have friends ship it to you if they want it. Hi, Rob. But anywho... <laughs> Wawa does K-Cups too. So right now I'm working on a, a time pattern so I can make it on time on Tuesdays to set up the podcast and watch NCIS, which is why we were I was a little bit late kicking things off because I was just a little frantic. So 
Yeah, he kind of sounded like he needed a drink. No, not really. I decide what I'm going to do is, when I leave my job at 6, call my order in, because I won't get there till about 7, tell them I'm not, I will not be there until about 7 o'clock. Oh, okay. That way I can go in, pick up my order, and bounce. They'll save me about, maybe about 10 minutes if I have to go into, uh, Target, but we will see. And I have, um... I have plans. I actually have plans for Halloween this year. I was originally going to just go to the bar and just have a couple of drinks and go home dressed as Luigi. But a friend of mine want, is rounding people up. But I think it's just going to be me and her. So we're going to like infiltrate the parade for a little bit and then just hit the bar for a couple of drinks and just head on home. What parade? Every year they have um, a parade down in, in, the, in the village. It goes from the village all the way up to like 23rd Street. Hmm. Huh. Yeah, the Village Parade is the largest, I think the largest parade in the country. And I was really surprised that Tom's River is the second largest in the country. I actually read that the Tom's River one was the biggest one. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think more people go to New York City because it's New York City. Oh, well, yeah. But now, because Tom Tom's River isn't doing their parade on Halloween anymore, people are going to be able to hit up both. Well, speaking of Halloween, you know, people are start- baseball fans are wondering what's going to happen. So, because if there is a game seven and the Sox win, there will be no Halloween in uh, Boston, which I'm hoping the Cardinals pull through and win because so that way Boston can have their Halloween, a bitter Halloween at that. But I remember you dri- when we were driving through Boston, you practically leaned over me to flip off a congratulations. Boston Red Sox billboard. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. If they win, um, we'll have to reset the the, um, the clock for the the curse of the Great Bambino. Kind of hoping we don't have to. But if we go to the chat room real quick at live.vognetwork.com, Mr. White folks uh, links us to a website. Should I dress in blackface this Halloween.com? Topical and relevant. <laughs> You can click on it on your own time. It's just, I, it just I, says all it needs to say on just one page. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, not, no, I'm not even. I'm not even. I'm amused by it, but I'm like, yeah, no. All right, so we've recapped. Let's go ahead and let me stop this. Let's go ahead and kickstart the show because we got some interesting stuff to cover, so... Wait, hold on for one second here. What? Why am I hearing... The... Well, ain't that some shit. What happened? The... I'm looking at the playlist. Um... I don't know what the hell happened, but the music for the, for the first break is not on the damn playlist. Oh, nice. Yeah, and I saved it and everything, so... But on the plus side, I know exactly which music I gotta pull. So I need you two to stall for time. Stall for time. Yes, stall for time. Stall for time. Yes, stall for time. Stall for time. Hmm, stall for time. You know, like nothing like putting pressure or anything like that. I've been playing the new Pokemon game a lot. Shut up. (laughs) I don't have a fucking 3DS, and that pisses me off, so I can't even play Pokemon yet. You know, at the very least, one of... Like, when you get closer to the holidays, they'll start coming out with bundles, and they'll see some some places having sales on them and shit. 
So you'd be able to snag one pretty easily, I think. Well, um, GameStop is having the, the Zelda, um, the Zelda one. GameStop. <laughs> Wait, okay, okay, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I already said this on Bobby Blackwolf. I already said it on OLR, and I've already said it on Anime Jam session maybe a week or two ago. I'm going to start giving them some of my money, not all, some. The only money they'll get is off of used stuff. Nothing new unless it's really, <laughs> really, really worth selling my soul over. So they're pretty much a minority stockholder. Yeah, pretty you. much. And I'm look and oddly enough I'm looking at the um like the Black Friday ads. I'm not really seeing anything worth it. And my thing is I don't even know if I'm gonna go out for Black Friday. I might have to work that following Friday, but since it's a bank Maybe not. Yeah, I'm in like I'm not like in the call center. I'm not like in like the teller. I'm like in the corporate offices, so You'll be able yeah, to just well. uh You'll be able to just chill on, on Friday morning. Yeah, if anything, I'm just going to see what Amazon has. So, okay, good. I got the music together, so we can go ahead and take our break. Okay, yeah, then. and I wouldn't be buying a 3DS from those places anyway, because I'm probably just going to get a refurb from Nintendo. Because mm. I, I can get the 3DS XL refurb from Nintendo with a year warranty, and it's only $150. There you go. And, and like smart people, you turn off the 3D. Well, yeah, I still want the 3D for pictures, but I will be turning the 3D off when I play. And how much you want to bet next year they're going to have the, the 2DS Compact? I'm calling it right now. Probably. Before the end of 2014, a 2DS Compact. <laughs> and Loki said it best. Get, Nintendo gets you to buy the same stuff over and over and over again. Yep, but I don't care. I want Pokemon. Yeah, I see that. And I got the X version. That's probably the one I'm going for. And on that note, we will be back.
you like independent podcasts, please check out some of our independent podcasting friends. It's Orange Lounge Radio, where they discuss video games, gamer culture, and lifestyle with Sky, Dark Sakura, and Loki. Listen live Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on VogNetwork.com. And right before them is the Bobby Blackwolf Show. It's video games and gamer talk starting at 8 p.m. If Warcraft is your taste, listen to Horde House with Sky and Extifer, Wednesdays at 10. If you want a more female perspective of what we do, listen to Electric Sisterhood with Ninja Sister and Pandelicious at electricsisterhood.com. If you prefer geek slash pop culture and sci-fi, it's podculture.net with Brad, Mondays at 9, and Under Sedation Live with Travis and Jessica, Saturdays at 10. Also check out the Brooklyn Otaku with D-Styles and Company. You can find them at facebook.com slash the Brooklyn Otaku. You know, the funny thing, everybody's talking about the upcoming X-Men Days of Future Past. I think I'm like the only person that's not really caring about this. No, you're not alone. I don't give a shit about it either. Because I didn't like First Class. Nah, neither did I. Yeah, when I said that with the group I was with, they all looked at me like I was the crazy one. I'm like, I'm not allowed the to have fuck? An, I'm not allowed to have an opinion. I just went because everybody else went. I was like, fuck. I thought it was okay for movie-verse, but it really screwed up comic-verse plot a lot. Well, well, that's the thing. you got to remember, when it's movie-verse, that's its own little thing. You don't. It's going to take elements from the comic to make the movie-verse make sense. Oh, I know, but like, not only is it just a twisted movie-verse, too. Because uh, well. the movies are supposed to somewhat be in like in the same time period timeline, and, but and also it's impossible. Yeah, and also movie verse of anything is just someone's fanfic, somebody's a fan fiction writer's wet dream. Sometimes, so mm, very true. Yeah. All right. Before before we can cont- before we can kick anything off here, um. Play this a little bit. This popped up on my um, on my Facebook um, early, like la- late last night, and I did share it. Yes, you do hear the Japanese theme to Pokemon in the background, and and rightfully so. So you should come on, load already. Thank you. Come on, keep going. Well, pretty much. Christ, I post a lot during the day. I just realized that. Here we go. All right. Um, this is from another voice actor, uh, Patrick Seymour. He posted this on his wall, and I pretty much shared it across the board. Um, it says, Rest in peace, Takeshi Shudo. It's been three years since you have left this world. You brought Pokemon into the world of cartoons, and you may have made my childhood pretty damn cool because of that. Takeshi Shudo uh, was the head writer for Pokemon. For pretty much... for. The- Practically for the entire series, so... So, even, I look at it this way. We celebrate his life for what he did. Mm-hmm. So I would say to Takeshi Shudo, thank you for bringing Pokemon to us. <coughs> and and we all know Nintendo is verily thanking you so for that as well. Mm-hmm. 
Alright, so... Let's look at this here. Alright. Now... As I said... I, I was rushing to get everything together, so not all my uh, music cues are, are together. But, um... Is it that hard to find one simple track on my computer? Yes, yes. Maybe. Depends on how much music you got. Dude, I, I, I have a dedicated 500 gig drive just for music, and I'm down to about three gigs. What, is, what does that tell you? Sounds like you might need to uh, reorganize the music a little bit then. Probably so. You know, I'm just going to pull it from YouTube, because oddly enough, it's a lot faster that way. <laughs> uh... <coughs> Usually when I play this song, that only means one thing. Heroes of Cosplay! Oh, goody. <laughs> That's right, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages. Due to the overwhelming popularity of what was um, Heroes of Cosplay, even though it probably got about 500,000 viewers. Not to mention, a lot of them were just tuning in to seethe and rage and give big middle fingers to their TV when it was on. I just found, I just, I was just really amused by all of it anyway, because people complain about, oh, it's going to destroy the, fa the cosplay. No, it's not. You got different groups bitching and moaning after everything is said that we're all going to come together in a big powwow and pass a piece of paper around. Pretty much, they are now taking auditions for Heroes of Cosplay Sue, as I like to call it, or Season 2. They are doing, um, they are doing casting calls in Los Angeles and Atlanta. Now, personally, I was offended by that, because I'm like, you're not going to do a casting call in New York City? Personally, I think you got the best fucking cosplayers in New York City right here. I mean, yes, L.A. has got a nice mix. I ain't going to lie. Atlanta, yeah, but I'm, I guess because we're New York-based, and I feel a little pride in me, New York has the best cosplayers. I'm sorry, hands down. Maybe so, New York cosplayers are just too damn smart. That, too. That's why I said somewhat... <laughs> smarts. <That's>... Cosplay smarts. <laughs> For all we know, we could get someone on there wearing Anime Jam Session t-shirts who has nothing to do with Anime Jam Session whatsoever. We have t-shirts? That would be nice. I always said you need to get someone to go in there to troll the damn show. Roll it, and that would just be awesome. There are people who are trying to get Mario Bueno on here, and I'm like, that would kill his career. Exactly, he's too smart for this. He's too good for it. And you know what? I blame all you fuckers that decided to make a drinking game out of this and watch just to drink, because it's you fuckers that made them have a second season. See, I didn't care either way. That's me personally. But you watched it every single week. Yeah, and I just to drink. And I bitched. Hey, look, it's happy hour somewhere. Goddamn it. Yeah, but it's people like that that just watched it for the drama and the lulls that <laughs> shot up the ratings. 
I look at it this way. Again, oh, people are not, talking about it. Doesn't matter the that they're talking bad about it. Yeah, it's the assholes exactly. of sci-fi who are under the no public, the bad publicity is still good publicity. That's how it is across the board. You can talk about something, whether it's good or bad. If there are people talking about it, you're going to capitalize on it. People are bitching about Yaya Han's brand or whatever. Whether you liked her or you hated her for what she did, she made money off of that because of her <laughs> brand, okay? Yeah, even I, I, even I had a slight issue with what she did, but you know what? She made, she made, she made bank. F it. That's the way I look at it. And I look- still say that we can do a better job of that. Go, like, on like say History Channel or Discovery by doing like a, like a cut, like doing something in the vein of American Pickers, where we, we had tool around the country, going to different conventions and shit. Sorry, you said History Channel, and all I, all I started thinking about was aliens. I oh, cannot remember his name, but. <laughs> And if we go to the chat room, Regiator goes, Cosplay Fighters 2, Hyper Bitching. That happens at every single convention. God. Gamer Girl X goes, After how much the original cast had to defend themselves, why would anyone go on the show? Well, maybe people want to go on the show to explain that, no, this is how it's supposed to be. And you know how it is. You go into trying to get your point across. You still look like a drama queen after after the cutting room floor, because you know what? Menopoodle of editing. Final People Cut go on the show because they want to be famous. Final Cut Pro is an amazing software product, especially if you have a lot of stock footage. Like I said, DJ, like in our like called American Otaka, that's the working title for it. Yes. No, but that's how the popular first episode would have. I'm driving, you're sitting in passenger seat, you're like pretty much running, like running down the premise for. Uh, the heroes of cosplay mindset without actually saying heroes of, mo- of cosplay. Yeah. And then after you get to the part where you say, and above all else, you are not here to have fun. Pause for dead silence for a couple seconds, and then we just burst out laughing, and I just go, cosplaying is serious business is bullshit, and just cuts to the opening credits. Yes. Game Girl also says, season two, I'm going to have liquor in the house. Yes! I'm going to have a case of Jack Daniels for this. I'm going to see if I can invest stock in the company. My liver is going to divorce me by the end of season two. <laughs> and she also, and your, and your relationship with it has been rocky since Nauticon. Yes, I, I'm going to put on my Facebook in a complicated relationship with my liver. Your liver has a Facebook page. <laughs> no, but much as I abuse it, it should. <laughs> and she also follows up with most cosplayers want to be famous whether or not it's infamous or not, which is true. Sometimes you get famous and don't even realize what you're doing, and sometimes you know what you're doing, and you think it's going the way you want to, but no, child, it's not. Like the first Spider-Man movie. If he doesn't want to be famous, then I'll make him infamous. Yeah. I just hope that they put it on Wednesday nights. That way I can watch it and join the chat room. Hell, if it's on Wednesday nights, I'm going to fire up Ustream. I'm going to have a live stream of it, set up a chat room, and have the drinking game going. Fuck that. (laughs) A live reaction to it. That'd be nice. Well, yeah. Okay. Enough about that. Uh, Ari, you want to go ahead and take this next article? Uh, Sure. Just let me bring it up for a second. Oops, I'm in the wrong chat. I'm in the wrong window. Okay, here it is. 
Kickstarter for Bubblegum Crisis Ultimate Blu-ray. Fuck yes. Yeah, so the groundbreaking anime series, subtitled in English and French and dubbed in English, to be released on Blu-ray with a boatload of extras. At least that's what they're planning. Bubblegum Crisis is one of the first titum- titles Animigo, Animigo. released over 20... 20- what? It's Animigo, something like that. Animigo. Yeah. Released over 20 years ago. This classic eight-episode OVA series was created by a who's who of the anime world, featuring character designs by Kenichi Soda, who did write, writing Bead and Guns of the Cats, Golf Horse. Production designed by Shinji Aramaki, Apple Seed, Full Metal Alchemist, Space Pirate Captain Harlock, the 2013 version. Direction by Katsuhiyo Akiyama, Armitage 3. Masami Ubari, Detonator Orgon. And and also he did the fight scenes for Fatal Fury. Nice. Fumihiko Takayama, Pat, Pat Labor 3. Jun Okada, Hi, Hirokai Guda from Ah oh My Goddess. Music by Kuji Macchiato, again, Oh My Goddess. And mechanical designs by Sonoda. Aramachi, Aramaki and Hideki Kakanuma for Detective Orgon. We can simply just release like most of the dozen anime and live-action films we've inflicted upon an unsuspecting North America over the years, but we want to do something more ambitious. We want to use it to test a new model for releasing films. Anyone who follows the foreign film business knows that changes in the anime market over the last decade have made much life much more riskier for the releasers, and as a result has been that small companies like ours have to be very conservative in their licensing decisions, especially when it comes to niche titles. Yeah, because if you look at, like, Dragon Ball, when they were doing the digital remasters, they kind of sort of stopped, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This means that there are a ton of projects we'd like to work on that we can't economically just because we can't properly estimate the risk and reward, which makes us feel like this, and picture of someone falling down an elevator shaft. No! Doing this project as a Kickstarter lets us totally avoid the problem and precisely tailor the project to your specifications. We do this by having two simple rules. The first one is, half of the amount raised go- gets used for actual production expenses. And you're the pr- and you're the patrons making this project possible, so you decide how the budget is spent. Mm-hmm. And they have a goal of $75,000, which they've already met. Let's say we actually Ooh. get funded for hundred grand. That means there is an extra eleven thousand two fifty in the production budget. He's running up from the Amazon. He's at ten percent in this example. Some of that will be needed to produce more sets, of course. But how does the remainder get spent? Fancier package, bonus commemorative items, Spanish subtitles, Klingon subtitles, flying over to Japan to record interviews with the original creators. Well, that's on us, the con- contributors, to decide. I'm just glad, you know, because I'm looking at the backing. And I'm doing the $50 pledge when I get paid because I want a copy of the final product. I, I want that. So. That's what you need? Oh, yeah. I mean, Bubblegum Crisis is the original cyberpunk anime. It's like, as I was telling Mako, before there was Ghost in the Shell, there was Bubblegum Crisis. I mean. The best. I'm, I'm, could you just. It's. One way I can describe Bubblegum Crisis, take the Sailor Senshi and put them in, in a cyberpunk universe like Tank Girl or some shit like that. Or cyberpunk meets Tank Girl. That's Bubblegum Crisis. Now I'm, ima- now I'm imagining the Senshi wearing, you know, robotic part versions of their sailor outfits. And, and you know, the brainchild behind all this would be Ami because she's the one that makes the money, has the corporation, and they're all doing that shit. 
Yep. It would make sense. And bank. Fuck yes. And she's supposed to be a cyborg. Silius? I don't remember Silius being a cyborg, but... I don't know. Uh, but anywho. Pretty so, yeah, how long does it have? Oh, yeah, 25 days ago. They'll, uh... They'll definitely... They, they got funded. And you know, it's gonna keep going. <coughs> and I like the Not fact, sure. for 50 bucks, you get all of the episodes... The Amake, the postcards, the challenge coin, and all that stuff. And it's like, you get, like, the concert videos and all of that. Because I actually have, like, Hurricane Live 2031 on VHS somewhere in storage. And it's, and it's just, like, the series of the music videos, which is pretty cool. I think I'm going to put um, Bubble and Crisis on my phone tonight, and so I have some, so I can listen to all the soundtracks. Is it The music from it is really good. course now i'm gonna have to invest in a dvd in a blu-ray player i think dude you can pick up a playstation 3 for a fat one like mine for like 150 bucks off amazon huh, i like, shall look into this later for and it's most likely it's a first gen so it's backwards compatible with the ps2 so we'll see yeah all right uh maka would you like to take the next one certainly and let's get Seven, let's, hmm? let's get your favorite uh, Halloween song going. That'll put you in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> uh, seven spooky anime shows that are perfect for Halloween. Um, I'm not going to read this whole thing. I'm just going to read off the list and a little bit of uh, explanation. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> the list starts off with. Uh, Yamishibai Japanese Ghost Stories uh, It's the newest title on the list But it doesn't mean it should be ignored The show is a series of three minute episodes Which adapt popular ghost stories And urban legends Ooh. Tales about murderous umbrella goddesses Workplace poltergeists And other things that go bump in the night uh, landscape, Landscapes are presented as watercolor paintings And characters are presented as paper cutouts Which gives the show a surreal Nightmarish aesthetic uh, that actually sounds really cool, which is, it's similar to one of the other shows on this list, which is one of my, uh, one of my favorites. Oh, okay. Um, we have another show, uh, Ghost Sweeper Mikami, mm-hmm. a supernatural comedy starring, uh, set in a world where the overdeve- overdevelopment of Japan led to countless spirits being displaced. As one would expect, many spirits grew uh, wrathful and began to lash out at those in the land of the living. Powerful exorcists for hire, known as ghost sweepers, begin to arise and fight back against the growing spiritual menace. The services of ghost sweepers never came cheap, but they were often the only chance of banishing the most dangerous spirits to the afterlife. (coughs) Boogie Pop Phantom. Oh, before we continue, it's it's Hmm? an interesting note that I discovered. One of the Ghost Super Mikami games came over to the States. But, really? Yeah. Um, Ghostbusters 2 for the Game Boy was actually rebranded GS Mikami. Interesting. Well, you know how it is back during those days. It was a lot easier to like 
take a game, re change the graphics around, rebrand it as something else. Like, the first Ronma one half game came over at Street Combat, and look what they did to the first Dragon Ball game. Wasn't panties, that was a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. And, um, anyway. Yes. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> uh, Boogie Pop Phantom, a low-key horror series set in an unnamed Japanese city. The series is set one month after a mysterious pillar of light descended, uh, appeared in the night sky, killing the. Ki wow. Yeah. Okay. This is killing the electricity and making all computers essentially useless. The phenomenon coincided with a great misfortune that befell the city just five years prior, when a string of grisly serial murders claimed the lives of many innocent pe uh, people. It's a tale of twelve individuals and their connection to the two in uh, incidents. Uh, the next on this list, one of my favorites, is Haunted Junction. It's a supernatural comedy set in Saito High, a high school and epicenter of spiritual activity. Within its walls, spirits roam free and popular urban myths become reality. To protect the students from rogue spirits, the school's principal assembled the Holy Student Council, a trio of students who come from spiritual backgrounds. The three bring their own special talents to the table, but at the same time have their own problems to deal with. <clears throat> this series is hilarious. Very, very funny. So, uh, it, it's, according to this, it's a blend of comedy antics of shows like Ronma One Half with the appeal of high school ghost stories. And my favorite character is Toilet Hanako. <laughs> okay. What? She's pretty. I didn't say anything. <laughs> Next on the li on this list, another of my favorites is Helsing Ultimate, an action horror series set in Great Britain. In this world, vampires exist and feast on the blood of the innocent. Helsing is a secret organization created to combat undead threats while ensuring that the world remains happily oblivious to their existence. While the organization's high-tech army is a force to be reckoned with, the organization has a truly terrifying secret weapon for dealing with the extra-difficult cases. Alucard. Uh, next series is Pet Shop of Horrors. It's a four-episode series that revolves around a most unusual shop. In the depths of Chinatown, Count D runs a store that sells the rarest, most unusual pets to people seeking a loving companion. Each pet sold comes with a contract attached. If one follows the rules, then things go as would expect, and both the pet and its new owner are best friends forever. If one breaks the contract, though, then the shop can't be held liable for what occurs. <clears throat> and I have to really start uh, reading the manga for that. Well, there is one title I'm surprised that it's not on there, but then again, <clears throat> it fell under the radar. Um, Phantom Quest Core. Some say it was part of the. It was like part of like the main backing for Buffy, the te the, the television series per se. Mm -hmm. but, yeah. Um, Phantom Quest Core is a comedy horror anime put out by Madhouse. It was a four-episode OVA that came out back in 94, August 25th of 94 to February 25th of 95. It came out, it was one of our pioneers' early titles, along with El Hazard and Tenchi Muyo. Phantom Quest Core revolves around Ayaka Kisaragi, the proprietor of a Shinjuku Tokyo company dedicated to helping those in paranormal aid. The title is a play on words, Yugen Kaisha, which means limited liability company in Japanese. <laughs> But when written with different characters, the word Yugen can also mean the occult. 
The kanji means mysterious, but can also be read as kai. Kai is typically written a certain way, which adds to the pun. It was there was two soundtracks, a light novel, and a single shot uh, manga. And some have compared it to G.S. Mikami as well. This was something I actually would like to have seen, but most likely it's going to probably be probably redonkulously high used on Amazon, so I might have to find alternate means of getting my hands on it. But then, well, hey, seven bucks new? I st- Damn. I stand corrected. The Phantom Quest Core Perfect Collection, seven bucks. Box. Hmm. Yoink. Yeah, I, I, I will be. I will be adding that to, to my to my uh, to my manga to my DVD collection. <clears throat> anyway. Yes. Yes. The last one on here is the one I was talking about. Uh, Ayakashi Samurai Horror Tales. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's an anthology series set in feudal Japan that adapts three classic Japanese ghost stories to animation. Um. What I really like about this isn't really the storytelling, although that's really well done, but each story has a very, very distinct animation style, and that's really the awesome part of this. Um, The other part is that one of the characters in these stories got his own spin-off series. Yeah? Yeah. Um... Which, I've talked about that. The medicine man in one of these series um, got his own... (laughs) Got his own series and was spun off and is in the same animation style. But it's it's really awesome because in that it's very... um, The animation styles are very textural. Textural. Mm -hmm. So it's not just like one solid color that makes up like a wall or one solid color that makes up a skin tone it's alternating colors and textures from what look like fabrics and things like that so the animation style is really really awesome but yeah so those are seven spooky animes that you should watch before Thursday and in local news I just bought the DVD last one in stock well played, good it, sir. They, they said they had about eight, so I go to buy, and it says one left. Yoink! <coughs> mine, 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 mine! Down, 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 no, 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 mine, 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 mine. I'm a happy little miser. <laughs> Boy. Amazon's like, you can get it, you can order it now, have it by November 1st for like $10. No, that's okay. I can wait the three days, I can wait up the three days. I'm a very patient person. No, you're not. <laughs> Actually, I am, depending on what it is. I am a patient person. When it comes to money that you owe people, yes, you're a patient person. When it comes to anything that people owe you, no, you're not. Well, <clears throat> that's neither here nor there. Yeah. <laughs> Next. Okay, okay. Next up. If you've played uh, this game, you would know this this song. This plays in some of the... I think some of the bonus rounds. It's a re- it's a remix of "Fly Me to the Moon," and if you've heard that name before, it's also to the it's the end song to Neon Genesis Evangelion, and it's also originally sung by the crooner himself, Frank Sinatra. It seems that there's going to be a Bayonetta anime called Bayonetta Bloody Fate. There is a trailer out now for it, and it looks pretty fucking good. 
Gonzo is doing the animation. Oh, you know it's going to be off the fucking chain if it's Gonzo. I mean, if it was Gynax, <laughs> it wouldn't be... I wouldn't mind if it's, um... If it's Gynax. Either one of them would be pretty good. If it was Bones, it'd probably look like... Uh, it'd probably like you're watching Full Metal Alchemist. That wouldn't really be a bad thing, would it? No, not really, but... You want something crazy and out there, so... The only like thing the I have to game. say... Hmm? The only thing I have to say is now that it has an anime and Devil May Cry has an anime, they need to do a crossover series. How would that work? I don't care, but it either needs to be a manga, or it needs to be an anime, or it needs to be a game. But they need a fucking crossover series. That won't, that won't happen. you got two different publishing houses behind that. Dante would hit on Bayonetta of, like, very, you know... This entire time. Hey, you know Bayonetta would, would be just sly and chill, and just... Coyfully threaten him with the guns, and he would like every single minute of it. No, no, like, yes, she, he would. And her, and her, you know, counter flirt with him, she'd casually just, you know, put her heel against his face and fire up that that uh, gun on her heel. And, and wait, yeah, and it, just be like, the what a woman! <laughs> and wait till he finds out that she's a milf. Wait until she finds out she's a what milf. He might as well have those cartoony eyes pop out of his head. <laughs> those cartoon, like, you know, you know, your big bug out eyes, maybe a little hearts where the irises are. Look, Ari, I'm going to tell you something about this game. I have to get another copy of it because my copy is lost because unless I track down this person and get it back. Bayonetta has a very easy mode, which means you can play the entire game with one hand. What? Yes. Cue thousands of people playing the game on very easy mode. No, thousands of guys playing it on very easy mode. Uh, I don't know if they're all guys, but, uh... Still. Really? One... That's what they were... That had to have been intentional. Probably. There's probably... There's actually YouTube footage of them demoing the game with very e on very easy mode. Alright. You know, Earthbound or Mother 2, whatever you call it, can be played with one hand, but that's only because of the way the select and the L buttons are uh, are hotkeyed. Mm -hmm. That has nothing to do with, you know, the source, the subject material. Alright, I think that's a little no. Yes, yeah, we're done. Yes. Yeah, look, please. Yeah, alright. I haven't played Bayonetta, and hearing very easy mode can be played with one hand just completely shut down my mind for a couple seconds. Mako, you should let him borrow your copy one one day. No. Well, you have to go get your own off Amazon, buddy. <clears throat> Alright, who wants to take the next one? Ari. Right. Uh, sure, I'll take a mm -hmm. swing at this one. I'm not sure if you have the real folk blues queued up or not. <laughs> Keanu Reeves says Cowboy Bebop will probably not happen. That wasn't the next one, but okay. Um, it wasn't on my list. Nope, the Avengers anime was the next one. Well, we've already gone into uh, Cowboy Bebop, and, you know... Sorry. Anyway. Yeah. The, his uh, dream project appears to be dead in the water. During a what? Raging Reddit AMA on Sunday afternoon to promote his forthcoming de directional debut, The Man of Tai Chi, 
He's making a movie? <clears throat> anyway, the actor told us a live-action Cowboy Bebop movie, which he was attached to it, star as intergalactic bounty hunter Spike Spiegel, probably won't be happening. At least not with him in a lead role. He says the script was written... W- the script that was written was great and amazing, but it will cost like half a billion dollars to make it. I wish and hoped I would have done that project. On the brother's side, he did, he did say that he's still hoping for a third Bill and Ted's installment, telling us, telling users, we're working to try and get Bill and Ted 3. There's a script and we are trying to put it together. Reese first became interested in Cowboy Bebop in January 2009. The film would have been the first live action of an adaptation of a popular an- of the popular anime series which first premiered on Japanese television in 1998. Holy fuck, that makes me feel old. Yeah, looking at the current picture that's Keanu Reeves here, he kind of would make a pretty good Spike Spiegel. Physically. At, at least he's admitted that he's a fan of the, the series. They were, when when this was popping up, they were saying instead of him, get Rupert Everett to um to play uh, Spike Spiegel. But my, what? That's what people were saying. No... Yeah, when uh, uh, one of the sites that announces, someone suggested Rupert Everett, and people were like, "Yes, yes, yes, yes." My thing is, you better get you better get a classy dame to play um, Faye Valentine, and I don't mean the porn star. Hmm. Well, that's I one more. don't that's... see Rupert Everett as Spike, but okay. Well, this was years ago, so. Yeah, then again, I can't really get past him being the gay best friend at my best friend's wedding. Well, you need someone tall, skinny, and lanky who knows how to kick, so... Yeah, that's true. What an odd Jufro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure whether they're going to find someone androgynous enough to play Ed. It can be done. Yes. Ed's the easy one. You could you could probably get a twelve year old kid before puberty to pull off Ed, and you know I'm right. And we go to the chat. Alpha Canagars make me want to put you through a table. Seriously, <laughs> the fuck Please is wrong with you? Yeah, he's trolling. Gilbert Godfrey is Faye Valentine. I'd watch it. <laughs> After him doing Fifty Shades of Grey, sure, why not? I'd watch it. I didn't say I'd like it, but I'd watch it. You'd be too drunk to wa- to like it. <laughs> any kind of or formulate any kind of opinion on it. Affleck. Anyway, oh, what else? Let's go over the article I uh, accidentally skipped over. Alright. So the article you accidentally skipped over is uh, Marvel announced that a new Avengers anime series specifically made for the Japanese market uh, titled Marvel Disc Wars The Avenger is coming via Walt Disney Company in Japan. Uh, It'll debut in Japan in spring of 2014. Um, Being put out by uh, Nari Maku, Tokyo-based toy animation uh, <clears throat> revolves around how the Avengers, Iron Man, Captain America, Thor, and the Hulk together with the help of Spider-Man and a group of teens will harness their respective fighting skills and superhuman powers to foil Loki's scheme to take over the world. All right, so, wait, wait, wait. Stop. Stop. First of all, stop. holy shit, they're letting Spider-Man in the Avengers? 
I could have. Well, Spy- wasn't Spider Man Party Avengers for a little bit? I don't know. I don't. Basically, ha- half of the uh, half of the superheroes in the Marvel universe have been a part of the Avengers at one point or another. Mm. But for what? Yeah, Spider Man was part of them for a little while, and before the disastrous Civil War <clears throat> story arc, he actually got a a an, a a suit of um, Iron Man armor, you know, tailored to him called the Iron Spider armor. Yeah. It was even in the same red and gold color scheme. But yeah, he hasn't really. He hasn't really had a you know, long, prolonged stay with the uh, Avengers, I don't recall. A group of teens. It's, it's starting to sound like the Transformer CGI uh, show on, on the hub. No, 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 no. I got one worse for you. Oh? This is a Marvel version of the Super Friends. Touche. Ouch. And they're going to have to really pussify guys like Iron Man, the Hulk, and Thor... To make to make these villains, you know, look plausible. And people, oh, please, they don't have to pussify Thor. Verily, please. And and everybody thought uh, Disney buying Marvel was a good thing, and we get this. Yeah, seriously. Well, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's going to be a DC <clears throat> version of Super Friends, but a Marvel version of Super Friends, but you know. The possibility, the possibility exists. Hockey comic goes, Marvel goes, Super Sentai, shocker. Been there, done that. Spider-Man has a mecha. Sp- 70s Spider-Man. It's actually considered Super Sentai. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, despite not being mentioned in the press release, the Wasp is clearly visible in the image released for the series. Now, will they go really old school and call these young allies the Avengers have the Teen Brigade? Oh God! Stop! Just stop! And so, and I'm looking at the comments. Captain America looks weird. He looks like a grown-up Mega Man. Yeah, he does. He's got oh, like wow. armor. He looks like That's... he looks like a grown-up version of X. Uh, I don't like him with armor. You got Shield Slash, and he fires a friggin' cap the vibranium shield out of his X Buster. As an avid watcher of anime, I can already predict the bombardment of anime tropes and cliches on here. The friendship speeches, cheesy main characters, learning more on the teenage kids for this one, um, the girl character who has an annoying voice actor, uh, mechas and kaijus, teen titans, overly dramatized anime expressions, that one anime school that appears in lots of anime, Mm -hmm. uh, super saiyan moments, hell with most anime today, I will even bet the fan service. What, and someone goes, what the fuck? Thor looks like Vegeta. <laughs> <clears throat> Great. I, I, <laughs> and someone goes, some, someone goes, I'm afraid to ask why it's called Disc Wars. I'm sorry, I'm still stuck in the mental image of Vegeta dressing up like wait, Thor. Wait, 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 here you go. Hulk looks like E-Honda. <laughs> Marvel superheroes. Marvel versus Capcom. Marvel vs. Street Fighter! Thank you, See, Capcom. we are not the only ones that make shitty remakes. <laughs> okay, I didn't even watch the Wolverine animes. I knew it was going to be bad, so... I watched a couple of episodes, and I just... I didn't... It was okay, but at the same time, it didn't really... grab hold of my interests. Ari, are you sitting down? Yeah. Um, grab something real quick. 
Okay, like what? Whatever, because <laughs> I'm looking at the comments and someone goes, Spider-Man, I choose you! <laughs> oh, God! Let me guess, he says, Spider, Spider, Spider-Man! <laughs> oh, God, I'm going to flip a table at you and then put you through it. <laughs> but I'm not the one! <laughs> My statement stands. And as said at the bottom here, Toei did Dragon Ball Z, yes, and Sailor Moon, and Yu-Gi-Oh! Digimon, Galaxy Express, Yamato, Toriko, and several Transformers series. Oh yeah, Disney, you done picked a good studio for this series. If anyone knows how to do anime for kids, it's Toei. Should be good, solid, fun. Enjoy Japan. Yeah, like two weeks later, Japan's like, we don't want this. And you're going to find out... Nobody's nobody's fan subbing it either. <laughs> well, the whole thing is, is that um, Japan, like Disney Japan, is one of the worst Disney theme parks in the world. Even worse than Euro Disneyland. <clears throat> and I think that's mainly because Japan has its own stuff. They have their own theme parks for their own cartoons, and while Disney is popular there, it's not as popular as it is here, where we don't really have any other kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But anyway. I mean, you got Bush Gardens, but it's... That's still a theme park? Well, yeah, but I mean, you have, you have Disney, you have Universal, and then you have amusement parks. Like um, Six Flags. Yeah, those are yeah. You you mean DC World? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Anywho. Anyway, it's getting late. Let's continue. Attack on Titan is still popular, even though it's not on the air at the moment. But fans are finding ways to keep the love and support of it going. The creator of the series, Hajime Ishiyama, revealed that he planned on ending the manga after twenty volumes. To celebrate that announcement and to fill the titan-sized hole in our hearts, the people at Anime News Network have found 20 things to, that you can buy to keep, the, to keep the fandom going. Attack on Titan Roll Cakes. Why did that thing look like a piece, uh, like a roll of toilet paper? I don't know. Because Is there something this... wrong with me? No, it, it's... It... It's in the shape of a roll of toilet paper, but it's it's a it's a roll cake. It's like a sponge it's cake. Got cho- it's got vanilla fondant or whatever around it, so... So it's like a Swiss roll? Yeah. yeah. But it, it's bigger. It's like a cake. Like cake size. And we you can all... probably eat the whole thing, but you'll probably make yourself really, really sick. You also have Attack on Titan Survey Core Scrunchies. Which okay, I wear nice. the shit out of. The Colossal Titan Ferrari. The, the Ferrari looks nice. The guy dressed up as a colossal titan posing seductively next to it, not so much. The ultra-violent Attack on Titan capsule figure. Um, <laughs> wow. The creepy abnormal titan wall sticker. Yeah, that is... It's just like a, a running naked guy. Yeah, you know if you woke up drunk... Like, you, like, get drunk and, like, woke up four in the morning and looked at that, you'd be like... Aah! But it says here that it comes in Colossal Titan, Levy Cleaning His House, The Training Corpse, and The Survey Corpse. The P is silent. Yeah, whatever. And this one is something Mako-chan would get. The Colossal Titan Tea Strainer and Mug. Now this one actually looks pretty neat. Be really I kind of cool. want Levy 
cleaning his house, the wall sticker. <laughs> It'd be pretty cool if the strainer kind of dripped blood as you're straining the tea. <laughs> okay, you also have the Titan Android playset. And something we talked about earlier. The Attack on Titan perfume. You could literally smell like a, a member of the Recon Corps. In other yeah. words, like you haven't bathed in days. Mm. Attack on Titan print pantyhose. Which is kind of awesome, but at the same time kind of weird. Attack on Titan character emery boards. Sharpen your claws with, with, uh, with Commander Levy. Or, I mean, Corporal Levy. Okay, the leather bracelet looks pretty cool. Yeah, it does. I Though, like to be that. honest, I'm pretty sure people have gotten the Survey Corps emblem tattooed on them somewhere, too. Mm-hmm. The best collo- the t-shirt, I'm 60 meter class, slice here. And then and you, you, can pull the ma- and you, fl- and you flip it up, that's cool. The masking tape we've talked about. Attack on Titan dinnerware. How many Titans are coming over for dinner, hon? Four. Shit. Oh, okay, they... And then, uh, which one's the uh, the wing? The was that roses? Which uh, core is that? I think that uh, I think that no, the, the horse is military police, right? Yes. So it's the um, you got the military police, the recon corps. The, I do not remember what the other one is. Not off the top of my head. And yet, I'm reading the manga as we speak. I'm pretty sure there's an Attack on Titan wiki, wiki somewhere. Of course, Attack on Titan tights. Which would be a cheap cop-out for females cosplaying the characters. You have Attack on Titan Jerky. Which I think we talked will, about. Yeah, I think that would work better if it had if it came with a with a with a chibi a Sasha attached to it, biting into it. <laughs> I would so buy that. And, and I, the Levy body pillow. And I know a lot of my female friends want that, so. Although I'm not sure what, what kind of face he's trying to make on it. He doesn't look. It's not a seductive look. It's more like an annoyed look. Like, like he's like he's looking at like, what the fuck are you gonna do now? Uh, Attack on Titan Curry, which I, I'm down for that. The uh, the Survey Corps teddy bear. I want one of those. <laughs> kind of looks like kind of reminds me of uh, Fumofu. And the the Evolution T-shirt. Where a Titan is at the end of the evolutionary line and is fixing to chow down. Nom, nom, nom. Shit. Alright. Now, we're going to go ahead and open the Skype line. If you have something to say about this, this, this week's episode or something in the past, or if you want to ask us questions, you can Skype us at Anime Jam Session. We're taking calls while we're covering stories from Japan. Oh, the last one is the garrison. They're the ones that hold up the wall. That's right. Okay. And Hockey Kama agrees about the Chibi Sasha. Yes, that that would so that would so work. I swear. Sometimes I look at these articles out of Japan, and I'm like, only you, Mako, will find these outlandish ones and these crazy ones. Only you. I try to horrify the fuck out of us. I try. <clears throat> All right. Uh, I'll take the first one. Report finds dramatic increase in elderly stalkers. What's going on in Tokyo now is that 
there's an incident of stalking perpetrated by people over the age of 60 has increased like almost four times in the past 10 years. That, that answers my next question. Was it people people stalking the elderly or the elderly being the stalkers? Mm. The language wasn't clear in the, yeah. in the uh, article in the header. There's an organization and the National Police Agency have been been realizing this has been going on due to elderly men who lose their wives or divorces or death. So I guess it's it works back and forth. The elderly stalking the elderly. And they're lonely as fuck. Well, yeah. They don't have a meet. They don't have a site to meet up on. So. Huh. The MPA conducted a survey of all reports of these incidents and found that while stalking has been on a rise in all age groups, it's increased twice as much in regards to the seniors. The numbers of stalkers in the 60s went up from 383 to 1329 over from 2003 to 2012. The stalkers in the 70s went from 90 to 505 in the same time period. Uh, the, leader, the president of this organization called Humanity, Akiko Kobayaka, Kobayakawa, said that the 14 years she's been a part of this, has been active, 20% of the victims have been old men. Older men. She feels that the older men who have lost their wives have a heightened sense of both desperation and entitlement, which causes them to relentlessly pursue younger women. Oh. The desperation's bad enough, but entitlement? Yeah. Ugh. In yeah. the Hyoga Prefecture alone, police reported arresting 37 people this year by the end of September for stalking. Among those, four were over the age of 60, including one 76-year-old who was arrested for calling a waitress in her 30s 62 times in two days after she refused to go on a date with him. While many seniors have been shining brighter in their old age, more help will be needed to the others who, for whatever reason, have fallen between the cracks of society and some dark places. These people are weird. And yet, this is the country you want to go to. Anywho. Sorry, I was reading something in the in the sideline and laughing my ass off. Oh, boy. Because uh, a, a entertainment out of New York, the Jonas Brothers announced their breakup today. Hold on, hold on. fuck's given? Exactly. None. Hold on for a second, hold on. Um... Shit, I don't have a pocket. I don't have a fuck in my pocket to give. Sorry. I kind of figured you didn't. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so out of Japan, toothpaste mascot is a big hit with girls after appearing in an ad with Kiari Pamu Pamu. Who is the big thing right now, so... So, a recent appearance by a new mascot in Tokyo Shibuya Ward saw young women flocking to take commemorative pictures. When our reporter encountered the mascot officially named Mr. T. Stain, women were following it around with squeals of delight, making the surrounding men extremely jealous. But why is Mr. T. Stain, who could be in the running for weirdest mascot, so popular with the ladies? It has something to do with a toothpaste commercial featuring a very eccentric pop star. Mr. T-Stain is the official mascot for Aura 2, a brand of stain-clear toothpaste. According to the Aura 2 website, every time Mr. T-Stain dances to his favorite Eurobeat tunes, everything around him gets stained. When he is clean and thoroughly brushed, he turns back into Mr. Teeth, a pearly white version that still has oddly shaped eyes. The dancing tooth appears in a television commercial alongside Harajuka pop star, uh, Kiari, 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 Kiari Pamu Pamu 
After watching the commercial uh, below, the bizarre appearance of Mr. T-Stain starts to make a little more sense. To make matters more... To make matters more abnormal, Aura 2 has created a colorful, albeit, albeit curious, albeit. albeit curious <clears throat> official website to go along with the commercial. But no matter what your opinion of Mr. T Stain, there is no denying that the women of Tokyo absolutely adore him. Every time I say Mr. T Stain, it wants to come out as Mr. T Bag. <laughs> I just have one thing to say. It looks like a fucking tooth in the middle of an acid trip, I, and the trip is going bad. I just have one thing to say about this. Uh, what, what would that be? I pay the fool who don't brush their teeth. Oh god damn it! I knew that was coming. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, you, you know it's a bad trip because his eyes are all out of whack and out of focus and drifting off into di different directions. And look at the size of his fucking pupils. Hmm. I mean, if that thing had a mouth, I'd expect it to be going humana 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 humana. Yeah, so, Ari, you wanted this one, so you can take this one. Okay, let's see. Can I get, get the link in the point? Wait, Raging asks, Mr. T-Stain or Mr. P-Stain? Oh, God damn it! that just makes it worse. <laughs> okay, Haruka Ayase kicks off KFC's Christmas campaign. The actress, 28, who appears in TV commercials and other ads for campaigns for KFC, helped the fast food company get an early start to the Christmas season this week by attending an event to promote the KFC Party Barrel, which is pretty much like a 10-piece or whatever for a 30, for 39.80 yet. Whoa, 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 whoa! That translates yep. to about forty dollars. You three thousand nine hundred and eighty yen. Yeah, that's about forty dollars. Ten pieces for forty dollars. Well, wait, part, I'm not. Wait, hang on. Christmas is the busiest season. The company said Christmas Eve records are the highest sales volume each year. They Japanese families traditionally eat KFC meals at home or on Christmas Eve, and the chicken is in demand at parties. Okay, maybe I'm thinking. Maybe it's probably much bigger than a than ten pieces. Like maybe it's like fifty or something. Like one of those big uh, party platters. Yeah. But basically, it's because. Japan doesn't really have the same concept as, of Thanksgiving as we do, and they don't really have turkey over there. <clears throat> and they, I guess at one point in time, someone thought chicken was similar enough to turkey that they should eat that during the holidays. I have friends in Japan. I should ask them. <clears throat> I mean, they. What, what I'm getting from is that they understand the, the who, the what, and the when about uh, the holiday season and what we eat, but not the why. Mm. Someone and goes, yeah, ch chicken oh. and turkey are both birds, but that's about it. They, they taste totally different. One can put you to sleep, you know, the itis. Yes. Someone goes, wow, that's expensive for eight pieces of chicken. And like actually, I said, they said barrels, so... It's, it's, it's a ten-piece bucket, I think. What?! But it comes with salad and cake. Yeah, but that, you can get all that for 20 bucks right up the street at the KFC around here. I'm guessing they have to import it. <laughs> no, I don't no, know. I'm I, trying to... Either that, they just know how to milk the Japanese for, for, for what they're worth. By, like, for like jacking up the price like that. That's I mean, what I'm also that's guessing. That's a really nice cake, though. Then again, they don't. They also don't have the concept of 
Oh, hey, m- marginal piece of news. Hmm. A KFC is out of chicken, and they interview nothing but minorities, like some like some news channels in this country do. Well, I did. I did on on the site that we got from Japan today. They did. There is a, there's a couple of articles that kind of explain this. Like in this paragraph, the tradition of eating KFC at Christmas dates back to the early 70s, when an expat customer at the chain's Aoyama store observed that in a lamb bereft of Yuletide turkey, fried chicken was the next best thing. The store's candy manager was paying attention and passed word on to the higher ups, leading the country to launch its ludicrously successful Kurismasu Niwa Kentucky, Kentucky for Christmas campaign in '74. See that's. Or Mike's like I said, they don't have the, like they don't have turkey and Thanksgiving in the same context or, as we do. Or this, picture Colonel Sanders. Okay. Picture him with a Santa hat. Mm-hmm. What does he look like? Santa Claus with glasses, I think. Pretty much. That that's something that, that that's a little that's something special I gotta say. And since we got, I mean, that, uh, over here, if you were eating fast food chicken on Christmas, there was something severely wrong with you. Look, yeah, it's supposed to be Chinese food, dumbass. Exactly. Oh, really? Yes, it's Chinese. <laughs> that's where you went with that. It's Chinese food for Christmas. Come on. That's been a long-standing tradition with me for like almost seven years. Oh, $46 for fried chicken, salad, and chocolate cake. And yet you can get and all of that. And looks like a big bowl of coleslaw. And yet you can get all of that for half the price here at a local KFC. But goddamn if that cake don't look good. I know. They look really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's go ahead and take our last break and wrap shit up. Fine by me. Okay. We'll be back, people.
Well, that was a pretty good episode, don't you guys agree? It took a turn for the weird at some parts. Yeah. It's anime jam session. Things are supposed to take a turn for the weird. Eh. It says so on the on the contract that you all signed. I signed a contract? Yep. You, got, you managed to forge my signature? I didn't forge it. Because I don't remember signing anything. Hmm. Well, I have your signatures on these here, you know? Somehow, I don't think so. Hey, I didn't f forge it. I suck at forgery. Can we move on, please? Yeah, sure. Well, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Anime Jam Session. So if you have any ideas, questions, thoughts, suggestions, all that cool stuff, you can go ahead and send us an email at podcast at animejamsession.com. Well, if you have any, if you send any mails, we'll gladly read it on the air like other um, podcasts do, because I guess it's part of the whole ring roll. But definitely check out our website at AnimeJamSession.com. Um, we have a new article up this week um, from Uni. It's not a cosplay article, but something different called Fighting for a Name. It's about the music group The Slants who are trying to get their name trademarked, and they're running to some issues. So you definitely want to read, read about that and see what they're going through to get that taken care of. But, and also, our podcasts are also linked on there as well. But for some reason, you can't get to it because it's blo firewall blocked at your work. Trust me, I know this for a fact because I'm kind of sort of dealing with it now. But there are other ways to get to our podcast. You can find us on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Xbox Music, and now PlayStation 3. Hooray! It, it seems that... um. TuneIn Radio has an has a now a PS3 app, so now you can listen to the Devog Network, Anime Jam Session, Orange Lounge Radio, everybody on there now. So that's pretty cool. You mute your PS3 game, and you have the, our stream playing in the background while you're playing the game. Works for me. Nice. Yeah. Definitely check out our YouTube page, YouTube.com/AnimeJamSessionTV. I'm really hoping to get the Castle Point videos up by the end of the week. Um. I'm not going anywhere Friday, so I have time to sit here and like knock them out and get them up there. Um, definitely check out our all, our personal YouTube pages. You can find me at DJ Ronma S, Ari is at twenty two six eighty two, and Mako Chan is at Jupe Luna. Definitely find us on Twitter, twitter.com/slash/animejamsession. If you want, if you want to read about when our articles are going up, videos, photos, what cons we're going to, and all that cool stuff. You can definitely f uh, follow our Twitter feed there for that type of information. But if you want to follow us individually and see some of the crazy and chaotic shit that we see, observe, and so forth, you can find me at DJ Ron Mess, Ari is at The Ari Man, and Mako Chan is at Joe Videa. Facebook, we're at facebook.com slash anime jam session. I think we're at, at 2638. Let's see, yes. We're at 2,632 fans. And I just gotta say is thank you. As long as you keep liking our page, liking the photos, the articles that go up, we're gonna keep adding more stuff for you guys, because that's what we're gonna do. And I may, and I think when we hit, like, 2,700, I might have to do a giveaway. Possibly. Yeah, I have something here that might, uh, might be worth giving away. I know some people probably enjoy it. Uh, let's see what else we have here. 
You can definitely follow us individually on Facebook. You can find me at facebook.com slash I am DJ Ron Bass. I might just, well, it's too late to bring back my old account. I might just create another one just as an admin account or something like that. Figure it out one way or another. Because I kind of missed some of the friends I had on there. Um, you can find, like, links to my personal blog, photo, my photo shoots and stuff, linked on there. So you can find me at facebook.com slash I am DJ Ron Mass. Or if you type in DJ Ron Mass, you'll find me. Uh, Mako-chan. You can find, if you put in Mako-chan or facebook.com slash Makoto Mako-chan Kino, you can find her there. And our, res- our resident master of written pen, Ari, you can find him at facebook.com slash Ari Rockefeller. We're all connected one way or another. But definitely, like I said, check us out. Like I said, we're on the VOG Network, Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Encore presentations Thursday at 1 p.m. VOG, Voice of Geeks. We're a conglomerate of geeky podcasts, which is pretty cool. Um, if you're into TV, science fiction, books, pop culture, British television, we have four podcasts for you to take your choosing from. Critical Myth. British Invaders, Pod Culture, and Under Sedation Live. If you like gaming and anime and technology, it's us at Anime Jam Session, which is more anime. And for everything else, it's Electric Sisterhood, our neighbors. They're on at 8 p.m. right before us. So listen to ESH at 8 and then check us out at like at 9.20 for our pre-show and we come jumping in right after that. If you're into the world of Warcraft, it's WoW Wednesdays. It's Girls Gone Wow at Wednesdays at 12, followed by Horde House live Wednesday nights at 10. But definitely check out our Sunday programming. It's the Power Block. It's the cornerstone programming of the VOG Network. It's the Bobby Blackwell Show, Sundays at 8, followed by Orange Lounge Radio, one of the Internet's longest-running um, anime um, radio programs out there, Sundays at 9. Definitely check them out. Uh... Yeah, and we look in the chat room. Alpha's asking me if I'm going to do a QB cosplay. It may just happen. I have a friend who's going to uh, Katsu, who's doing Madoka. I may just do a QB for her. So, sure, why not? Um, let's do uh, last uh, last call. Uh, final thoughts. Uh, Ari. I don't know. I was still bothered by that asshole who called the cops on me earlier. And indeed, you should. Can't say I don't blame you. Mako-chan? I don't want to work for another four days. <laughs> you will get up, get into that cotton field, and pick that cotton like a good little retail slave that you are. I don't want to. I want to sleep. Stay home and bang the drum all day? Her, 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 her. Oh, also I got my, my, uh, what do you call it? Freaking AAC photos up, yeah. Awesome, definitely check out the AAC photos. <laughs> and something's up with the Facebook page. It, it just posted the podcast yesterday and your link recently. I'm like, I thought these went up already. Yeah, I think it double posted. Uh, I, I don't, well, it's Facebook because it's come. It's it's Facebook acting retarded. My last thought is towards this: the holiday season is upon us. It's going to get crazy. It's going to get chaotic. To my retail brethren, you can survive this two months. You can do it. Don't let them get to you. It's only two months. Everybody's stressing out trying to get that Christmas shopping done. Or Hanukkah shopping or whatever else. 
Not to mention, you probably look really shitty in pinstripes. Mm -hmm. And those, and to the non-retail brethren, those who go in and shop, be patient with the retail people associates. You're not the only one they're catering to. Just be patient, and they will take care of you to the best of their abilities. A little patience go a long way. Because I, some this woman was helping me out. She was really stressing, and I told her, "It's only two months. You can make it through this. So you'll be fine. It's all good." So thanks for listening to Anime Jam Session this week. Uh, we'll be back next week, same VOD network uh, time, same VOD network station. I think next week or the week after next, uh, Serafita Cosplay will be back with us to talk to us about BlizzCon. Uh, and that's it. So, I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Mako-chan. <clears throat> Thanks for listening. I'm out of here. See you next week. Yep, bitches. Night. Say goodnight, Mako-chan. Goodnight, Mako-chan. You do it just to be a bitch, don't you? Yep. You sound like you're about to fall asleep at your computer. I have been falling asleep at my computer. Hmm. Quick as she falls asleep, you can push her over. I'm not a fucking cow. You're not tipping me. Too late. Tip. Damn you. about the show. See you next time.